the vibes welcome back to another episode of the hoop genius podcast brought to you by nba 2k23 the one and only moment see alongside the main man mr bj armstrong real name no gimmicks mo we are just getting started mm. it's that time of the year and we got a lot to get to mo because the playoffs are upon us i got some things to say Okay. Do you know what it is, BJ? The closer the playoffs get, I'm feeling, I'm feeling something inside. I'm feeling just, just I can smell burning. I can sm- it's, it's heating up. I can feel the fires coming back. You know, because there's been so much going on all season. So many games every night. There's like 13 games last night. So I'm trying to keep track of everything that's going on. But now that right, the season's right. coming to an end, I'm starting to look at things. Really, okay. really look at things. One thing oh, happened yesterday. One thing okay. that happened yesterday really annoyed me. Now, Joe okay. Embiid played against the Celtics. And he had one of the best games. Maybe it's the best game I've ever seen him play. Maybe right. it's maybe it's the best game we've seen anyone play this year. Right? right? Okay. He, he had a fantastic okay. game. You saw it. 52 points on 80% from the field. 92% from the free throw line. 13 rebounds, 2 blocks and 6 assists. The second player in NBA history to record over 50 points, 10 rebounds, and five assists in a game while shooting 8% from the field. And you know who the only person on that list is. On every single stat, we say he's the first guy so, to do Will, it, aside from Will, Will Chamberlain. Historic <laughs> numbers. Will did it twice. And B did it once. Will did it twice. But something happened that really annoyed me. Now, I'm not trying to okay. I'm not trying to throw shade on Embiid because his performance was fantastic. Okay? Okay. But I, we watched the game. We watched the game together. And... Um, it was a very good ending. The Celtics right. almost won. Jason Tatum's final shot just missed, and Philly won by one possession. Mm-hmm. I go on to Twitter, and oh. I see about 10 tweets in a row saying, MB secured MVP with that performance. And okay. I have some issues with this. Okay. It was a great performance against Grant Williams. It was a great performance. Except Jalen Brown and Al Horford didn't play. Now I Al Horford played. Al Horford played. Al Horford played. Al Horford, my bad, my bad, my bad. Robert Williams. Robert Williams. Yeah, yeah, Robert Williams. Williams. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking about the bigs. Thinking about the bigs. My bad. Yeah. Al Horford. Yes. Now, great performance. However, let's put some context in it. The Celtics were okay. down their second best player, a guy that will give you 30 points in a game, Jalen Brown. The Celtics were down their main shot-blocking presence in Robert Williams. Okay? Now, Embiid did his thing. You can only face the opposition that's ahead of you. But how is this the game that seals him as MVP when two of the Celtics' best players were not there and you only won because Jason Tatum missed the final shots? Now, when you're playing the Celtics, bear in mind the last time they played, Tatum had the worst game of his career and the Celtics still won. Now, all of a sudden, okay, cool. You put up 52. Amazing. But that could have been 52 in a loss. That shot by Jason Tamer, the could have got in. Could have been a loss. He passed it back to Derek White, who was wide open. It could have been a loss. So we've got to put some context, right? Because it's all well and good having big stat lines. But when a team's down two of their best players, you've got to come in and destroy the team. You've got to annihilate them, like the Celtics did against a full strength. Milwaukee squad just last week when the Celtics went to Milwaukee and annihilated the Bucks. They made a statement. 
In this game, Joel Embiid made a statement, but did he lead his team to making a statement to the team that they're probably going to face in the second round of the playoffs? The Celtics are coming away from that game thinking, we lost by two points. However, we were down Jalen and Rob. So if we see these guys, we ain't really too worried. We ain't really too worried even if Embiid gets 50. It's not just about the stat line. It's about the whole team's performance. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the big fella. Sensational. Again, I've got to keep repeating it. However, what about the team? How are you elevating your teammates? The rest of the team didn't really do much. He had to carry. And I understand that he had to carry. But the playoffs are almost here. Feed your guys. I'm not taking anything away from him. Could he be the MVP? I think he probably will be. But I'm just saying... They had a chance to make a statement to the Celtics in that game. But instead, the Celtics, I think, are walking away pretty confidently. Okay, Joel, you go be MVP. You go score 50. And we still think we can beat you. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. What do you think? Well, as I look at it, and here's what I'm going to say. This has been close all year. I mean, you can make your argument for all of these guys, right? And there are three guys to me that stand above the crowd in no particular order. There's Jokic, there's Giannis, and then there's Embiid. I think Jason Tatum started off great. Um, but as the season wound down from start to finish, and he's had an MVP caliber season, I think those three are right ahead of him. Uh, if you say, you know, who's the, who's the four guys. But I think those three in particular. Now, you know, I've gone back and forth, kind of just waiting because it's a it's an 82-game schedule. I think it was, what, last week or so you asked me, and I said it was Jokic. If you asked me today, I think at one time, maybe a week or two ago, I said it was Joel Embiid. However, today, well, today, all right, today, and then I'm going to stop talking because all of those guys are, I, I, I think they're, I think they could all win it. I think they could, you can make a case for all three. However, from start to finish right now, Mo, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to leave it alone. I think Giannis right now does it for me. Take what he does for granted. I'm not going to take, you know, his triple doubles and and the way he plays on both ends for granted. Again, his team is in first place. And what he brings and as far as what he does for the team, what he does and his impact on the game. But more importantly, Mo, when I look back on his career, I don't want to just say, well, that's just Giannis. And I've come to expect that. This is not normal. And when I say normal mode, he's doing this and he's winning and he's consistent. It doesn't matter. It does matter who's there, but when he's when he has all of his guys there, Mo, he's just unreal. And right now, they are getting healthy. And as you watch him, with the exception when your Boston Celtics came there and put it on him, okay? Your Celtics came there and put it on him. I mean, they shot the ball so good. They shot the ball so well that game, I should say. That it was like they, the Celtics look like the best team ever in the in the history of the NBA. If they could shoot like that, they'll beat everybody. They were unreal. However, I'm excited to see 
that series if it comes down to that. Talking about the Boston Celtics mm-hmm. and the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the Celtics match up with the Milwaukee Bucks as well as anyone. The Celtics have enough bodies, they have enough big bodies, and they have a game plan versus the Milwaukee Bucks that the Bucks are going to have to change. Okay. They have to change something. I don't know if they have to change their entire style, but they better change something more because the Celtics know something about them. Okay. Mm-hmm. They've played enough games with them. And, and Milwaukee has to know this. The Celtics aren't afraid to come into Milwaukee and play a game. And they know they've shown in the playoffs they can beat them. They've shown in the regular season they can beat them. And they know they can beat them. Okay, so I'm just going to say this for the last time, and then I'm going to let you have it for the remainder of the year and all of the other people. I think it's Giannis. I think it's been great. And and, and I want to say this, too, about I want to say this about Philly, and I want to say this about, in particular, Denver. I don't know when we talked about it. I think it was yesterday because we, you know, we do this every day. But I know we talked about this recently. What team has the most pressure going into the playoffs? And I'm going to tell you something, Mo. The Denver Nuggets, quietly, the pressure that's mounting on them this year heading to the playoffs, Mo, I'm beginning to feel for them because, Mo, they could have, they could have in this year's playoffs a three-time MVP and not getting out of the second round or not winning the whole thing this year, Mo. I think I think anything less than them winning it with a three-time MVP, Mo, I, I think is going to be a disaster for them because they're all healthy now. Mm. They got all their guys back. The, the, their coach has been terrific. They have everyone there. And, Mo, I just think that's going to be that pressure that's heading in to the playoffs with this group. Just give it to Giannis and then take that pressure off of him because I, it's not fair to Jokic. Because I, 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 I'm a Jokic. I like Jokic. I, I like, you know, I like the bigs. But, Mo, if they don't win it, you got you to gotta shake up the team now. Okay. You got to shake that team up. Okay, so okay. I'm going to say, and, and that's why that's why I'm going to say Giannis because I, I think he's been the best player and I don't want to overlook that. However, if they give it to Jokic, wow. If they give it to Embiid and he doesn't win it, and which I don't think they're coming out of the East, maybe, then we're, we're everyone's going to say, you know. And then to see James Harden potentially leave, I think it's just, just give it to Giannis. And then, you know, all, the, all I, I just think if you're saying who's the best player, he's the guy. Okay. So if you had to give me the three teams, you've got the Denver Nuggets at one, but which two other teams have the most pressure going into the postseason? I think Philly is is I think Philly is there. Yes. And then I I I think you can say look, no one wants to count the Warriors out, but I, I think the Warriors are feeling the pressure because the Warriors gotta win on the road. But here's another team that has pressure. I think the LA Lakers have pressure i think the lakers have pressure nope no they don't bj okay all right the lakers have no pressure because they've been 
so bad for the majority of the season, no one expected them. Pressure is when your performance caught me the expectation. No one has any expectations Yo, for the Los Mo, Angeles Lakers. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Mo, hold on. It's like the Celtics. We don't celebrate conference titles. We don't celebrate agreed, getting agreed, to the conference agreed. finals. We don't celebrate getting to the NBA finals. This is LA Lakers. And they let you know every time you come in, we have the most NBA champions. If the Lakers they don't. with LeBron James, with LeBron James, with Anthony Davis and all of the moves they've made, Mo, you can't tell Laker Nation right now they're not going to win it. And when if they don't win it, okay, Mo, just a week ago when they were out of the playoffs, oh, they got to get rid of everybody. Now they're what are in sixth place or something. If they don't win it, Mo, this year, this is this is this is the Lakers in Boston. That's a different. Th those are different. Mm. They both can't win it this year. Okay, they both can. One of them could win it. I think the Celtics so are on the I list the, with the team with the most pressure because they got to the I, finals last season. The Lakers yeah, didn't make it, it to the postseason last year. I this would be willing. I'd be willing to say this. I would be interested to see how many people have the Celtics over the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't think anyone, I don't, except for the Celtics I don't think families. Ever, that's what I'm saying. I don't think anyone but, does. So what if I told you this? Celtics. <laughs> what if I told you this? Okay. The likelihood of the Lakers winning the championship is higher than the Boston Celtics winning the championship. I, I wouldn't. I. I look. The late. If you ask me today. Say, hey, BJ, who do you think is coming out of the West? I can't look at you and tell you anything. I can't even count out the Warriors. And, and the Warriors have won, like, eight or nine games on the road this year. This year. Mm. And I'm still saying, well, maybe it's the playoffs now. <laughs> they could, you know, they could, they could split, win two on the road and two. The Lakers look good. Denver. Looks good. Don't let's not forget about let's not forget about the the Memphis Grizzlies, okay? Let's not get about forget about the Sacramento Kings. I don't know who's coming out of the West. The West is going to be up for grabs, okay? I don't really think who the the the, the top eight teams over there. You can go anyway. The Clippers could come out. I don't know who's going to come out of out of the West. But what I will tell you, I think it's going to be very competitive. And I think they are going to probably beat each other up. And then Milwaukee will be waiting on them. I, I think that's how it, it's going to play out. Now, obviously, that's just without knowing anything. But the West is going to be a monster. And whoever comes out of that Western Conference this year, and if you could choose it, Mo, you're, you're, you, hey, you know something. The rest of us don't know. I have no ideas coming out of the West right now. I have okay. no idea. Okay. Okay. Let me start with the East. Okay. As a fan of the Boston Celtics, I am absolutely horrified at some of the games they've played this season. I know they're second. I know they're coming off a finals run. But they lost some games this year. Games where they had huge leads. Game against teams that are at the very bottom of the standings and they just didn't show up. Now, cool, it's the regular season. 
Cool. They lost to the Wizards the other night. They lost two to Orlando. They, they lost to a bunch of teams. They're going to regret it because now the Bucks have the one seed. And I'm not talking about home court advantage. The Celtics have proven they can go and win on the road in the playoffs. However, the second seed is going to have to play the third seed in the second round. The Celtics are going to have to play the Sixers in the second round. Now, they might be confident after last night. And they might be confident after their last matchup against the Sixers. They might even be confident about their record against the Sixers since Jason Tate's been on the team. However, with all due respect to the Cleveland Cavaliers or the Brooklyn Nets, the New York Knicks, whoever Milwaukee plays in the second round is going to be a much easier opponent than the Philadelphia 76ers. So the Celtics are going to have to take on who might be the MVP. And they're going to have to take on James Harden, who, in my opinion, has the most pressure for anyone going into the playoffs. You'll talk about the business, his contracts, and all of that, compared to Jokic, who's locked up MVP, 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 maybe MVP again. James Harden's got pressure. He's got something to prove. Tyrese Maxey, I know the kid is hungry. That's going to be a tough series, while Milwaukee waits for them in the conference finals. So the East, i got Milwaukee coming out. But when we look at the West... Let me look at the Western Conference, Western Conference standings. You got the yeah, yeah. I forgot about the Phoenix Suns. I forgot about yeah, the yeah, Phoenix yeah. Suns too. We'll get to them. The Denver Nuggets. Do I think they're coming out of the West? No, I don't. Defensively, I have major concerns. The Memphis Grizzlies. Do I see them coming out of the West? No, I don't. No, Stephen Adams. Is he going to be healthy? Fully healthy? No, Brandon Clark. That's a lot of offensive rebounds, which is a big part of their identity. Have they got the experience? I don't know. The Sacramento Kings, I love the Kings. They got the defense for it. I don't think so. The Phoenix Suns, okay. They got the talent on the paper. Have they played enough games together? Is KD going to stay healthy? I don't know. Then we get down to the Warriors. Now, I've said all season long, I think the Warriors are coming out of the West. However, all good things must come to an end at some point, especially with Draymond's contract looking like it's going to be ending soon. Maybe the pressure creeps in. Maybe, maybe their magic is just starting to run out. Who knows? The Clippers pull George out for the rest of the regular season. Is he going to be back in time for the playoffs? If he is back, is he going to be Paul George that we know? And are the Clippers going to do their typical Clippers thing and choke? Then we get to the Lakers, the seventh seed. The team that was out of the playoffs... For a hot minute, not even a hot minute, a hot damn half season, three quarters of the season, they've been surging up the standings. Since the All-Star break, the Los Angeles Lakers have the third best record in the NBA. And then we talk about defense with championships. Since the All-Star break, the Lakers have the fourth best ranked defense in the NBA. By the way, my Boston Celtics have the best defense since the All-Star break, but we're going to talk about them another time. And then they have the factor that no other team has. At the age of 38, they have LeBron James. He could be 38, he could be 18, he could be 28, whatever. He's still LeBron James. He's been there and he's done it. He's been there and he's done it with less. Look at the team now. The way that they've managed to trade their pieces to build what could be a championship roster. Anthony Davis is looking like he's fully healthy. I saw something I've never seen before the other day, BJ. I saw Anthony Davis hurt his ankle get back up, and carry on playing. I've never seen anything like it from him. They've got D'Angelo Russell, if he's there, if he's healthy. They've got a nice guard that can score a little bit if the superstars want to take a rest. 
can make some plays for the teammates. They got Vando, defensive monster. They got the kid Austin Reeves. Now, whether you think he is what everyone says he is or not, one thing I know, the refs love giving him free throws. He's, you talk about finding hidden contributions in the playoffs. I can guarantee you this now. There's going to be some point if they make a run to the finals where Austin Reeves wins them a game. They got depth now, BJ. They got depth. They got consistency over the last 20 games. I'm liking what I'm seeing from the Los Angeles Lakers. I think that they could really do something. And then we look at the other teams in the West, the Pelicans. I don't see it. If Zion comes back, maybe, maybe, just maybe. But I don't know if that's enough time to get integrated. The Minnesota Timberwolves, they could shock the world. A lot of people think they could shock the world and get to the conference finals. But you're telling me defensively in a playoff series, teams aren't going to do to Rudy Gobert what they always do to Rudy Gobert in the playoffs. Teams aren't going to expose Carl Anthony Towns on the defensive end. Then the OKC Thunder, this is a feel-good story. They ain't doing nothing in the playoffs. If they did, we might all collectively have to stop talking. Not just me and you. Everyone in the world has to stop talking. But I got the Lakers. I've had the Warriors all season long, but the way the Lakers are playing, by the way, we're recording this before they play the Clippers, so this is before that. I like the Lakers. I see it. I'm starting to believe, and it makes me sick to my stomach that I'm even saying these words because you know I bleed green. But I'm seeing the vision with the Los Angeles Lakers. And you could be, listen, you, like every anyone else, talking about the Western Conference could be right. There are a number of teams. I mean, those. I mean, you talk about a team that's what? What are they? Sixth in the conference right now? The the Lakers? Yeah, the Lakers. They're, they're seventh. They're seventh. The Clippers are sixth. They got the same record, and they're about to play. So when you listen to this podcast, yeah. you're going to know who's ahead. Okay, so you're talking about a team that's sixth or seventh in the conference. Who's going to come out of there? That's a lot. That's a wow moment. Okay, this season has been a wild <laughs> season. That's what I'm saying. So, listen, I don't know. If everything is is equal and everybody is healthy, defensively and offensively, if everyone is healthy, I probably would, if you just ask me randomly, okay, with no thought or anything, I would probably say the Phoenix Suns. Okay. If, if, if in the Western country, if you just randomly ask me, say if everyone is healthy, and the reason being is because the Phoenix Suns have one ingredient that's fairly consistent, even though they've been up and down, they have two rim protectors, elite rim protectors, I might add, and DeAndre Ayton and Bismack Biombo. They have elite scoring. <laughs> okay, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. That's elite. Okay, yep. you yep, can't right. du- you can't double both of them. You got to nope. pick one or the other. Okay, and both of them are more than capable of averaging thirty, getting forty or fifty in a playoff game. Okay, Chris Paul Mm-mm. now Mm-mm. is he? Mm-mm. We just need him to do one thing: just manage the game. Mm-hmm. I don't need him to score. I don't need him to score. I just need him to manage the game, manage time, manage the score. And he can do that with the best of them. Now, in the playoffs, he can do it with the best of them. Hey, because I ain't seen it. Two two years ago, they were in the NBA Finals. Yeah, Let's not discredit them. Two years were. ago, they were, two, and they were years up, ago. They were up two games, okay, okay, and okay. they choked. I, I, I guess it hey, uh, again. 
I don't know if they choked, but I will say this. They did. Getting to the NBA Finals, Giannis was spectacular. Drew Holiday was amazing. If that's what you call choking, so be it. However, Chris Paul, I don't need him to score now. Now, if he has to score and to run the team and all that, that that's a that's a hard thing for any guard. I mean, that's 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 you know, I, and I may be a little biased to Chris Paul because I know what he does well. He manages the game as well as anyone. However, as you age, one thing you lose this one thing that he doesn't have. He doesn't have length at his position. Mm-hmm. He has he has utilized speed and quickness to his advantage. And as you age, Mo, believe it or not, you lose a step or two. So as he is beginning to slow down a little bit, the great games are further and further apart now. Well, he could go, you know, play a seven-game series. He could go six out of the seven games at one time. Now he can probably get you two, maybe three games, depending on the rest and time in a playoff series. He is susceptible to that with age. Everybody is. And that's okay. But now I don't need him to be great. I just need him to manage the game. Well, he can do that. He can, he, he doesn't have to score now to affect the game now. Now he doesn't have to play against Alvarado and these guys and score and bring the ball up and get Devin Booker going and get Aiden going and play 40 minutes. No, just bring the ball up the court, throw it to KD, and they'll do it. <laughs> he could do that. Okay, and then so he's this is be what carried. I know he could do. No, he's not going to be carried. Mo, as you age, as you age, okay? At one time, he could do it. He could carry He could carry it. He's, uh, no, he, he has shown in his career. I, in my if opinion, he could have done it, he size. would have done it. He has zero championship rings. Okay. But, Mo, to be a champion, that means, Mo, you have to be the very best. Yes. How many small guards? How many small? Is it, let's just start. Let's, now let's start. That's a great, that's a great, this is a great topic. Since 1946, how many guards, six foot and under, have carried their team to a championship? Go. None. Isaiah <laughs> Thomas, Stephen okay. Curry, they were nominees. Okay. Under six feet. Steph Curry is like six three. Under six feet. Because okay. Chris Paul is not six feet. Okay. Who's done it? No one. Who do you think is Okay. Done it? Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. And that's it. There we go. But you just said Chris Paul. Oh, oh, okay. Chris Paul hasn't done it ever. No, no I, I know. I said Chris Paul has carried his team. Chris Paul has been competitive. He's a pro's pro. Okay, he's been competitive. Professional when the professional professional basketball involves three things: you compete, you win. Okay, all right. You compete, you win, and you entertain. He he does all three. Now, when he, he plays against a bigger, stronger athlete. Right. Everyone's susceptible. Everyone. Okay. Let's take a second susceptible. here. Let's take a second here. Let's take a second here. Now you you get you can say whatever you I want to Let's turn it over to you. Let's because take a there's second only here. been one player to have done it. One. One player. And and so why was that not an issue for Isaiah Thomas coming up against bigger and stronger guys? If it's an issue for Chris okay. Paul, and you can use that as an excuse. Okay. I, that's a great that's a great question. Because Isaiah Thomas did it with the team that drafted him. You you 
Roster construction is a real thing. It's a real thing. This isn't a video game where you just plug people in. You have to construct a team. The fact that he was traded from OKC to Phoenix and he gets to the NBA Finals. Raise your hand if you said you saw that one coming. Raise it. Raise okay. your hand. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Raise that. your hand. Raise your Let's hand. Talk well, he about got traded. Hold on. I want to say one, one more thing. Raise your hand if you said when he traded got traded from Houston to OKC. Hey, they're going to get to the playoffs. Raise your hand. Oh, everyone knew they were getting to the playoffs. Oh, stop it, Mo. Everyone they were knew. starting Schroeder. Mo, they were starting Schroeder, SGA, and and oh, and, oh OKC. Oh, I thought you meant Phoenix. Yeah, when he got traded to OKC from oh, Houston, no, 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 no. No one saw that coming. So I don't want to hear this young man. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. This young man, when he was out here with the Clippers, the Clippers were like stacked. Okay, but Mo, he gave them hope. They, they were like, "Oh, the Clippers are going to win it." Okay, they didn't win it, but Mo, they were in the playoffs. They were. People had them favored. They were right there. Wherever he's been, he's always been in the mix. Mo, that's what more can you ask? Wherever now, he's he, been, he, he's been almost good enough to win a championship. Hey, hey Mo, as a man, six. There's only been one. Listen, I'm not. I'm not. Done it. Listen. Well, there's only Chris been Paul, one. Chris Paul is one of the best point guards to ever play this game. I'm not taking anything facts. away from him. Okay. However, facts. we have to also look at the other facts. There's been numerous times where in crucial games, he's melted down. You talk about OKC. Let's talk about how they lost that series. Was it not his turnover that led to the Houston Rockets beating them in the first round? Let's talk about... Let's talk about, even with the Clippers, against Oklahoma... Another crucial turnover leading to the OKC Thunder winning the game in the series. Let's talk about that run to the finals that you so fondly talked about. They beat the Lakers, who got in through the play-in with an injured Anthony Davis, and LeBron was carrying an injury. And it took them six games. That's cool. How did they get in, Mo? How did the Lakers get the in? The play-in. <laughs> Talking about we got the most championships relying on a play-in. Get out of here. In the second round. They faced the Denver Nuggets. Well, the remains of the Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic plus the bench, because the team, his two second stars weren't there. Then they get to the uh, get to the conference finals against the Clippers with no Kawhi Leonard, and then they get to the finals. They're up two games, and they lose Mo, four. They're up, straight. Mo, they're up two. Mo, they're up and two they games. Okay, they won. Mo, Mo, straight. hold up. Mo, Mo, Mo. Come on now. Come on. Mo, come on. I'm not They're saying I'm games. not saying that he's the, not Mo, a great player. They hell serve. They hell serve at home. They're not up. The series doesn't start win, Mo. You know, you know the answer I, to the test. I'm aware. The series doesn't start win, Mo. Till the other team wins on the road. Okay. Now you're, okay. Now but they were up to. Now you're talking. That's the whole point <laughs> of home court advantage. They're up to. Mo. And then you've got to win the two series. Is the Milwaukee Mo, win Mo, four in a row? When you when you're in a in a, in a playoff series. Your mindset is we're not up anything until you finish the series. And and the series doesn't start until another team wins on your home court. Okay, you you play home court to do what? To pr protect home court. Oh, you're not up. You're not up. Okay. You 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 you, you hell serve. 
Okay, now it's my turn to serve. Okay. Okay. They went home listen, and they listen, held I, I want to make one thing very clear. I'm not taking anything away from Chris Paul's amazing career. Oh, I'm yeah, just saying. You are. You're taking it away. No, oh, I'm you're not. taking it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying when it comes to the playoffs on the highest of levels, let's look at last year. Okay. He's with the Phoenix Suns off a finals run. The best team in the NBA. Everyone had them as favorites last year. Everyone yes. had them as favorites. Make last sure, year. make sure you include the injuries that what happened. Make sure you include that in this in your argument here. Which injuries? Make sure you include. No, just make sure you include the, uh, you, the, you the tell injuries, injuries of the players on their roster of why they struggle. Just make sure you include that. I want you to tell me which injuries you're referring to. No, just just make sure you include. I just don't want you to put it like it's one versus five out there. Make sure you include the entire story here of what happened against okay. the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm what a, happened versus? <laughs> I wasn't even going to mention. Make the sure Pelicans. you include all that. I wasn't even going to mention the yeah, Pelicans. Make sure you. The Pelicans, you gotta made mention them, it. the Pelicans made them sweat and they won the series with, with Devin as Booker being injured as they should. However, he was what? He was injured. what? Mark? Devin he Booker was, was injured, okay. but he came back, came back and they were up again only to get to a game seven okay. against the Dallas Mavericks, the team who this year aren't even going to be in the playoffs, the Dallas Mavericks. No, last and year's what team. what happened the Dallas Mavericks of last year no longer exists. Come on, Mo, and tell the whole story. what happened in that game? <laughs> they suffered the most humiliating defeat I've ever seen in a game seven in the playoffs in my life. Chris Paul, 10 points, minus 39 in that game. Devin Booker, he's not immune to it either. He's got a shot this year, 21% from the field, on his way to 11 mighty points, minus 41. One of the biggest chokes I've ever seen, ever. So all I'm saying is, I'm not saying Chris Paul's not had a great career. I'm not saying he's not a great point guard. I'm just saying that he has shown us that as the main one or two guys, he can't get it done. Now this year, I'm not taking anything away. KD can be the main guy and Booker could be the second guy and they can win a championship and they can get Chris Paul his ring. But as the main guy in his career, Clippers, OKC, Phoenix Suns, up until KD joined, he hasn't got it done. Now, it's just a fact that he's not got it done. You can say he's not with the team that drafted him. You can say Booker missed the round no, before. No, 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 you can no, say Mo, whatever Mo, you want. Any, Mo, I'm not making, I just want to make this clear. I'm not making one excuse for this young man. I'm not making, there, there, there are excuses. Everyone's big boys here. Everyone. Okay. You know, everyone, this is, the, the, however, just want to make sure that we respect what he has done. Oh, yeah, of course. And when you're playing, failure is your greatest teacher. The fact that he has failed and has endured. What year is this for him, by the way? He drafted in 05. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 18? You're 18? Yeah. Better at math than okay. me. Okay. He's 37 now. I think he's learned enough lessons. It's time to win that championship. Hey, that's. I, I I love it. The fact that he's 37. He's 37, and we're still saying, we'll see what he's going to do this year. I mean, no, you're saying. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm hey, saying, hey, let's see what KD hey. and Booker can do. Maybe I'll be wrong. Mo, I'm a, I'm a, I, watched them do, I watched them just to play. Well, I don't know who they play. I think they play San Antonio, right? Or someone I was watching them last night. And, you know, I just was flipping through the channel. He had 18 points in the quarter, and I was like, He's 37. Why is he doing that? 
Yeah, yeah like eight. LeBron's the doing fact it that too. he can still that he could still do that at this age, I was like, okay. I was like, okay. Uh, and, and listen, I like their chances, just like I like a lot of teams over there. But I would love to see the Lakers and Phoenix. Yes. Yes. I, I would, would love to see the Lakers. And, and do you know who and, they're going to miss? Golden State. Do you know who they're going to miss a lot in that series? Who's, Jay Crowder. They're going to miss Jay Crowder trolling LeBron with his salsa dance. And they're going to miss Mikael Bridges. I like their well, chances I'm gonna too. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. And I love Jay Crowder and I love Mikael Bridges. Love him. But you know who you know who they replace him with? They replace him with one of the greatest scorers of all time. But what okay. do you tell me? And, uh, you tell uh, me okay. defense wins championships. Is okay. KD and, coming and, off all these injuries can be able to take on LeBron James? If, again, I'll say it again. If everyone is healthy, if everyone is healthy, okay? If everyone is healthy, I would much rather have a whatever, 80% Kevin Durant. Because Kevin Durant is, he's a generational talent, okay? Defensively and offensively, okay? And Kevin Durant, there's no place to hide. Now, I love Mikael. Mikael Bridges, come on, man. Love him. Love him. Like, I just got done watching him just a, just about an hour ago. He is a pro's pro. Jay Crowder. Oh, man, come on. What, what is there not? But KD? <laughs> oh, I like KD, KD too. KD is it? No, no, no. no. You, 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 if you don't, you got to love what he does. Because, Mo, this, 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 he's a generational talent. We're not going to see. You don't see KD every other year. If you You'll go into KD a playoff series, every- would you rather have KD or LeBron James on your team this season? Oh, KD. No. KD. Mm-mm. Okay. I mean, we can. You asked me, and I told you who I like, but then uh, this. Okay. Make your argument. I would rather if, if everyone is healthy, everyone is playing. Give me KD. Okay. Give me KD. But yeah, I'm, I'm saying I, and I respect. I, I, I respect. I, I respect LeBron James. I, I, respect I think him. KD is one of the best players we've ever seen. Okay. KD may be the greatest scorer that we've seen in this generation. However, he can't pick him over LeBron James. Let's look at what Kevin Durant's in the, done in the playoffs without Stephen Curry alongside him. Nothing. I mean, he got to the finals with OKC. Congratulations. And he lost to who? LeBron James. But he was young. That's cool. But then when he reaches his prime, okay, you're up. Three games to one. Against who? The Golden State Warriors. And you lose. And then the Warriors get to the finals and they're up 3-1. And they lose to who? LeBron James. Ride it with the king. Ride it with the king. Even at this stage, I, I don't have an argument. You asked me, I told you, and now because I don't agree with you, I'm wrong. No, okay, no, I respect no, what you're you not said. Wrong. Your opinion is very valid. Your opinion may turn out to be right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just However, saying the history of why I have my opinion. I I get that. However, if all is equal, meaning everyone's healthy at this stage right now, you got to be healthy. Your health is the most important thing. And by the way. If everyone's healthy, give me KD. Okay, K- K- KD is so pro- KD is so prolific. Okay, and the reason I say he's prolific because I uh, the way I think about the game, and I just say how I think about it. And if when you're building a team, right, you 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 got you got these tiers of players, and I've grouped them into four tiers. All right, the first tier 
is you have these exceptional scores. Okay. Those exceptional scores are guys like Jordan, Kareem, those guys. They're, they're just yeah. exceptional yeah. scores. Kobe, they're exceptional scores. Okay. Then you have the exceptional playmakers, the Magics, Isaiah Thomas's, Chris Bulls. No, no, no. Oscar Robinson. No, they're exce- exceptional because what makes you exceptional? Oh, so no, you Chris have Paul. an advantage. Chris Paul doesn't have size and length. You got to have. What's your advantage? You but neither does Isaiah on, Thomas, who's also on that list. Isaiah, okay, Isaiah Thomas is there. There, there aren't. There are some players that you just can't put into a box. I know. I get it. Everyone wants to like say this is what it is. There are some players that you just can't put in the box. He's one of them. He's only yeah. the yeah, only no, I'm player. Just, I'm just making sure. He's the only, no, no. He's the only player. Just so you know, you get, you have a growth mindset or you have a fixed mindset. In a growth mindset, you may see something that you go, no, I, I, I that won't work. And then when it works, a la Steph Curry, you go, I got to change the way I think. Or you can say, or you can say like my man Charles Barkley said, you can't win with three-point shooting. You can say that. And I understood why Charles said it, because no one hadn't done it yet until he did it. We said you couldn't build a team around a leading scorer in the NBA named Michael Jordan. You, There's no way possible. Now, here we are in 2023, and it's just common knowledge that it's, oh, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> you can do anything. In the 90s, we were certain, we, we were certain that you couldn't do it. Okay. So you have the playmakers, which are Oscar Robertson, Magic Johnson, you know, these guys, Jason Kidd, Isaiah Thomas, who the playmakers offset the scores. Okay. The Isaiah Thomases and these guys, they can beat the scores. Why? Because you can manage time and score. Isaiah, the Pistons beat the Bulls. The Pistons beat the Lakers. The Pistons beat the 76ers. The Pistons beat all the other players because they had a guy who could play make playmaking is a real thing that offsets the scoring. Then you have what's called the hybrid players. The hybrid players are the players who like do a little bit of everything. The LeBron James. I put him in that category. You have what's called Larry bird. Okay. You have these guys who they do everything. They pass, they score, they rebound, they play, make a little bit, they score a little bit. It's a category all into itself. Then you have the guys who dominate the game just on their ability to defend. The Akeem Olajuwans, Bill Russell. Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace, Kevin Garnett. They influence the game because of the energy that they bring. Now, when you look at the game, all of the great teams, all of the great players, they have to fall in one of those categories as you're constructing a team. They fall in one of them, right? So LeBron is unique because, all right, you're watching him, he scores, but then he rebounds. He's not like Kobe. He's not like a Kareem. He's not like a Wilt Chamberlain. But he can play make. But he's not like Magic. He's not like Oscar. He's not like Isaiah, okay? He kind of just floats around. 
we know he's not influential as far as his defensive presence. He's not a defensive player of the year like a Jordan mm-hmm. or an Akeem Olajuwon or Bill Russell. However, he's a he's a good defender. Okay, so when you watch him and you're watching these guys now, Kevin Durant, and the reason I'm pointing this out is because Kevin Durant is an elite scorer. No, and when I tell you elite, the best of the in, best. He, he, he 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 is, I don't care what era. You know, they always talk about what guys can play in, in eras. Kevin Durant would be 30 points in that era. He's 30 points in this era. And, and this is what I love about him more than anything. Kevin Durant is a willing passer out of a double team where some of these guys aren't. And, and that's that Kevin Durant, I'm going to tell you what. He makes the right play every time. As far as on, on the offensive end, if the ball, if if he catches the ball, he feels the double team, he passes it. If he has space, he scores it. He'll catch and shoot. He'll one dribble pull up. He'll take it to the basket. He will post a little bit. He'll play on the perimeter. He'll play half court. He'll play full court. And he always does the right thing. And I and he's doing something now to me, which is just beyond exceptional. He will take on the double team. And there aren't many players that can take on a double team because there aren't many players that can pass over the top of a double team because he's tall enough to do it. So if he catches, what I mean by that is he will take on the double team, back the double team out to give his teammates more room to operate as he's getting double team so that you will have more space on the floor to operate. That's a rarity. Only the special, the best of the best of the best can do that. So I would take him for one reason, because we know if you're constructing a team, it's easier to build around a score and a playmaker than it is a guy who's a hybrid player. It's easier mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Durant, in my opinion, this is just my, my opinion. You can build around a score because the other, it's easier to put the other four guys on the floor with a guy who you know is going to score than to a guy that you got to move around the floor. Because when you have to move around the guy, when you have to build around a hybrid guy, you got to put other players who are unique players. So you got to put another elite scorer around them or an elite playmaker around them or an elite this. With the score, you know, I can win with Derek Fisher, DJ Armstrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I understand what you're saying. You, you follow what, what I'm saying. saying. I, I understand that, what you're saying. What I'm, saying. I'm, I understand I'm, what you're saying. I'm not, I'm not comparing the players. I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah, comparing. Yeah. All I'm saying is, and then you can have it. Then all I'm saying is, if you're asking me who would I rather build around, I think you can get there much quicker with uh, with Kevin Durant. Okay, um, I, I appreciate everything you're saying. We're going to have to wrap it up soon, but what I will say is, in theory, fantastic. But you like to remind me it's not a video game, and they've never built around Kevin Durant to win a championship. He had to run off to Golden State to win that. Whereas LeBron James, he's been the centerpiece, and he's done it, and he's carried as well. So time's going to tell. Um, don't get me wrong. I think the Suns could win it as well. I'm not okay, a but I think the Suns could but, do it but, too. But, can we say? Can we say this? Roster construction. He can't. He's not building the roster. I agree. We you you, you, you we can't just like say that without like expanding on it roster construction and there's a million ways to do it i'm not saying that i'm right i'm just saying 
the following. If you're going to build around a player, the, the, the organization has to take on some responsibility. You can't just say he had to run off. No. No. If you're going to play with a guy like this, if you're going to play with a guy like this, he has to have the right pieces around him too. It's not like Jordan just like ran out there with, well, he kind of just ran out there with anybody and won. He, you can't just put somebody out there and just not take any responsibility. It requires you got to have superb roster construction as well. And they built a roster that had them 3-1 up against Golden State in the conference finals. Okay, okay, that's fine. But you and I both know, we just said here 10 minutes ago, the series isn't over. You're you're not up in a series. You got to finish a series. You're up 3-0. Series isn't over. You're up 3-1. The series isn't over. Why isn't the series over? Because, Mo, you have to have a team that can finish. Starting, playing, getting up doesn't mean anything. You got to finish the game. You have to finish the game. This young man is a special talent. And I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, well, he was up 3-1. Well, if he was up 3-1, if he was up 3-1 in a one-on-one game, I'm pretty sure he would have won that game. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't win a championship playing one-on-one. That's, that's my point. So he did what he had to do. And okay. But when he did have a supporting cast that supported him, he was the MVP. Finals okay. MVP. So okay. that's, uh, this was great. This was this was a great exercise because that's the thing that is so underrated here is that the thing we can see is the players on the floor. The thing we can't see is what goes on behind the scenes to support these great players. Very valid. You, Very valid. You, 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 that's a, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, that's not an accident. Someone had a vision there. Okay. Danny Someone H. had a vision. Someone had a vision with Rob Williams. Someone had a vision of adding uh, uh, Al Horford. This isn't an accident here. So give the Celtics scouts and they're the, the people behind the scenes that evaluate talent and figure out the style of play. Mo, a lot of times you can have a right team and not just have the right style of play. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Mo, you know, it does come down to injuries. Sometimes Mo, it comes down to you got a bad matchup, but well, there's a lot that goes on in this. You got to catch guys in their prime of their career. Like you just said, you caught Kevin Durant early in his career. Well, I remember watching LeBron James get swept by the San Antonio Spurs early in his career. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things have to happen and come together at once that will allow you to have an opportunity to win. I mean, Charles Barkley, they talk, they talk about that all the time. Oh, he didn't win. No, Charles Barkley was a Charles Barkley was an elite player. He was the best of the best of the best. He was the best. Carl Malone, the best. John Stockton, one of the best. So a lot of things have to happen. And I know that these are fun things to say, but I'm going <laughs> to tell you something. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, okay. When you when you put, I'm going to say this about Charles here. I remember watching him in 1992. And this is, 
Jordan was Jordan. Charles Barkley was arguably, arguably, probably the second best player in the world in 1992. Okay? He was the second best player in the world. Yeah. In the... Uh, in the, in, I, I, I hear it. in the world, okay? Now, did he have, he went to Phoenix and whatever, and da-da-da. Listen, Charles Barkley was the MVP. I think we, I don't know what the series was, 42. But this guy, that other guy was just so good that the second best player in the world couldn't beat that guy. That doesn't mean he wasn't a champion. Charles Barkley was as good as any. He had a year or two where he was as good as any player yeah. in the NBA. No, I hear what you're saying. I think I, I got to make it clear that with these conversations, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, even the MVP this year, it's not to take anything away from the greatness. The conversation is they're all so great. You're splitting the hairs on the differences between these great players. That's how I'm saying these things. Yeah. I can't take anything Very away well from Chris put. Paul. And I, I can't love take these anything debates. away from Kevin Durant. I'm just saying, when you have to compare them to other greats like Isaiah Thomas or LeBron James, you have to look at the margins of, okay, I understand the theory and I understand the logic, but what really happened? And that's just where I'm coming from with this. I don't want anyone to hear this and think, I hate Chris Paul or I hate Kevin Durant. No, I think they're both two of the best players of a generation. I'm just saying when it comes to that most elite level, there are guys who got it done. That's that's all I'm saying. And I, I take all your points well, aboard, uh, and they're uh, completely true. Unfortunately, there can only be one elite guy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, Bo, you don't, like, okay, if this guy said, if this guy establishes himself as the best player in in that generation, well, there the, he can play at a level the other guys can't. Mm-hmm. And if all things is fair, he can play at a level that you can't play to. Doesn't mean that you're not great. It doesn't mean he's just, you know, the late Kobe Bryant. He could just play at a level you couldn't get to. Tim mm-hmm. Duncan, he could play at a level you just couldn't get to. Mm-hmm. Kevin Garnett, when he went to the Celtics, they had a year, Mo, that they were just playing as a group that no one else could get to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Mo, and, and that's it what takes it is. A, like, that's what, hey. And the and Suns might get to it this year. The Lakers might get to it this year. The Warriors might get I think for the Western Conference this year, the best way I could say it, put those three teams in a hat or put all the teams in a hat and pick a name out. That's who's winning. The East, I, I, I got Milwaukee, I, I, but the West, anyone can have it. I will say that. I like the Lakers. It, who, who's going to be healthy? The healthiest. Yeah. Healthy. Health is going to be the key. Okay. But I will say this. Health and who's, what team is playing the best right now? Because, Mo, it is one thing. I couldn't tell you who the best player right now in the Western Conference is. Is it Steph Curry? You could argue that. Is it LeBron James? AD? Argue that. Jokic. Is it Jokic? You could argue that. Is it KD? Yeah. You could argue that. But the irony. Hey, hey, hey. Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard? Yeah. Hey. Don't, yeah. don't take the call out. You know what I mean? Like The, the irony is. The, game now. the irony is we all say that Giannis is the best player in the East. But Embiid will probably win the MVP. And that, that's what I'll leave it on. <laughs> BJ, you told, me, you told me you only have 20 minutes to record and we've been here for an hour. So appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks a lot every for time. the enthusiasm about yeah, the man. game. That's you what we know do. what? We love this game. We love it. 
I love this game. Thank Thanks. you guys for listening, Mo. Thank you. Phoenix for, Suns fans, you know, don't always... hate me too much. I'm just the devil's oh, no, advocate. Man, but, hey, no, we just love the game. That's all we do here. We just love the game. And we want to hear from everybody. You yes, know sir. what I'm saying? And we're just trying to bring... Look, these players are wonderful. They're great. Sports is great. But more importantly, Mo, you know what? Let's just keep watching because, you know, we can learn something tonight. So I'm going to go watch this uh, Lakers. Any, well, Russell Westbrook right is cooking right now. So let's go watch the rest of this yeah. game and see what happens. Appreciate you guys for listening. Hit up the Discord if you want to share your hot takes and your opinions. Put into the server any questions you might have in the thread that's called Let Us Hear From You. Most importantly, share with a friend, subscribe, leave a review, leave five-star rating, and all that good stuff. And most importantly, get buckets. <laughs>